Welcome to the Practical Growth Podcast. I'm your host, E.B. Johnson, top writer on Medium.com, published author, and master practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming. You've landed on the podcast that takes you on a journey into the heart of relationships and self-discovery. This is a must listen for those who are ready to overcome their toxic relationships and their toxic patterns. You can expect real talk, practical guidance, and raw and relatable guests that you'll be talking about for weeks. Let's get into it. Hello, hello, hello again, my lovelies. It is me, E.B., your favorite medium.com writer, your favorite TikToker, and your favorite podcaster. And I'm back with another episode for you this week. It is fascinating. Um, It's something a lot of you have been waiting for. It's a question I get all over the internet. So we're going to do it. We're going to tackle it. Today, we are going to be talking about your sense of self, your sense of self. Who is that person? What do they want? How do you find them? What's going to happen if you don't? Um, I know a lot of you listening, a lot of you who read my stuff, a lot of you who follow me on TikTok, you are survivors of narcissistic abuse or childhood trauma or toxic families. And, you know, when that happens, we usually lose our sense of self, right? We never get to fully authentically know who we are. We're never allowed to access that person fully. So when we recover, we got to find that person. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about your sense of self losing it, finding it, how you find yourself again, all of the above. We're going to break it down so that you can get yourself on a fast track to healing. Just before we jump in, though, let's have a little chat about medium.com. I don't think most of my podcast listeners or even my TikTok users really know that every day on medium.com, I post a new blog article. That is where I host my blog. Uh, and not only do I post a little article, okay, these are basically mini coaching sessions that I post basically every single day on medium.com. These focus on everything from narcissistic abuse and healing to toxic relationships, uh, improving your mental health, stabilizing your career or redefining your sense of success. There's a lot there. Um, it's a really, really great place not only to get my advice, but to get advice of hundreds of other really, really great um, psychologists, counselors, therapists, researchers, experts. There's really no end to the kind of knowledge that you can find on the platform. It's really going through a renaissance at the moment. So if you really want to take a deeper dive, deeper than what I do here on the podcast, way deeper than what I do on TikTok, if you want daily advice, actionable daily advice, because you know me, I don't just throw a topic out there and leave you hanging. If I introduce you to a topic, I'm going to give you actionable steps that you can take to improve on that thing. Okay. And I do all of that on Medium. So if you really want to fast track your healing, but you're just not ready for coaching yet, maybe you're still in a place where face to face connection, that's just you're just not prepared, you're learning more, you're just kind of gaining the language for your healing journey, then you need to head over to ebjohnson.medium.com and check out my blog there because there is so much you're going to want to read. There is so much insight. There's so much goodness there for you to break into. So head over there, ebjohnson.medium.com. Check it out. All right. Finding yourself, finding your sense of self, realizing who you really are, who you really want to be, what you really want, all of those things. What, what is that? What am I talking about? What are, what, what's going on here? Your sense of self is the core of a happy life. That's just the way it is. You have to know who you really are 
in this moment, okay, because we all grow and change, right? This personal change. But you need to know who you are right now in this moment in order to make the best choices for yourself and your future self right now in this moment, okay? Your authentic self is simply that inherent connection, that inherent knowing of what you like, what you dislike, what you want, and what you don't want. Not what other people want, not what other people want for you, what you want for yourself, okay? And that's really hard to do if you're someone who came from a a super abusive or dysfunctional home as a child because your parents are the first ones who teach you how to foster that sense of self and how to do it safely and explore that sense of self and your desires. And if you have abusive parents or caretakers or a really chaotic dysfunctional home, you're never safely allowed to do that. So that's one. Narcissistic abuse at any point in your life also detaches you from your sense of self. All of these things kind of can detach us from our sense of self. Toxic relationships, um, toxic societal expectations, all those things can program us to start chasing what other people are chasing instead of really looking inward and asking ourselves, do I enjoy this? Does this add something positive to my life? Is Does this make me feel fulfilled? Does this make me feel happy, connected? You know, whatever it is. That is where the sense of self becomes really, really important. And that's why having a stable sense of self is so important in guiding us through relationships, through our careers, and just through the daily choices we make for ourselves and our families in life. The reality is this. You have to know yourself to be happy. You really have to have an intimate connection with that deep inner self in order to be happy. That's just the way it is, okay? You have to know what makes you tick. You have to know what makes you happy, know what makes you angry. There is so much to who you are, and you probably haven't uncovered most of it if you don't have a really strong sense of self. So in order to do that, you've got to embrace personal power. You have to embrace your right to live in in the terms of your own happiness, okay? You have to tap into a deeper compassion, not just for others, but for yourself and understand that no one can define your life like you can. They just can't. They just can't. No one will make better decisions for you than you will make for yourself, even if you're scared, even if you're uncertain. Okay? No one else has better vision for your life, better understanding and a better feeling and attachment to your life than you do. So what happens then if we don't have this stable sense of self, if we don't have this connection to self, what happens? Well, we start to feel really lost, right? You feel really lost. Even if you're in a relationship or you've got a family or whatever it is, you feel freaking lost. You end up, when you don't have a stable sense of self, first of all, you end up with mismatched worlds, okay? And this is a real problem. Your outer world becomes completely different from your inner world. And I mean, they clash. You end up in careers that are completely the opposite of who you are doing opposite of what you want to do. You constantly feel anxious, uncomfortable, uh, upset, in pain, whatever it is when you're in that outside world versus your inner world. It means they're not aligned. It means that you are not picking things outwardly in your physical world that match your truth, what you actually want to do within. Okay. These, of course, no one has an outer world and an inner world that are exactly the same. That inner world we keep for ourselves. We keep for the people that we love. We don't show that to everyone. But they should complement one another, right? Your outer world should be just kind of a broader representation of who you are. It should be a broader reflection of your inner world, not a completely different anxiety, stress-inducing existence that you wouldn't even you don't even recognize that person. Next, having a, a unstable self-image, you end up with low self-esteem. You got zero confidence. So if you were someone who was taught it wasn't safe to believe in yourself or love yourself. 
you get pulled away from the ability to like fully accept and embrace yourself. You have to believe in your right to have good things in order to move towards those things, to take action towards those things. And if you don't have that self-esteem, you won't take those actions and you won't even be able to define those actions if you don't know who you are and what you want. Next, there's a total lack of satisfaction when you're not in touch with yourself. Total lack of satisfaction. If you want to feel fulfilled in this life, if you want to feel worthy, wanted, successful, you know, whatever it is, then you have to be making choices that come authentically from your natural desires, your natural skills, your passions, your interests. You're not going to be able to keep going if you don't feel like the work you're doing in this world, the action you're taking every day, just as a human being. We're not even talking about like work you do for money. We're talking about just like the work of being human, being alive. None of that is going to feel worthwhile for you if you spend all of your time and energy doing things you don't want to do, that you don't like, that aren't aligned with your true self. Okay, it's just not going to happen. You're never going to feel fulfilled and satisfied unless you're doing things that you like that make you feel fulfilled and satisfied. It's just common sense. So if you keep settling for things that you don't want, your insecurities are going to keep leading you down a path chasing other people's crap. And you will never be satisfied. You may make them satisfied, but you will never be satisfied. Confusion is kind of the next layer that you want to look for when it comes to a lack of self-image or an unstable sense of self. If you feel like you're always wandering in the dark, like you just can't even like, I have no idea about anything. I don't know what I like. I don't know who I am. I don't know who I even want to be or how I want to feel. That's a big sign. That's a big sign. You also have to look out for becoming different people. Okay. When you are not in touch with your true self, you will put on a mask with each different person that you're around. If you're always basing your needs and validations off of the external world, then you're always going to just be projecting what your current environment wants from you. Being in touch with yourself, being in that strong, stable sense of self enables you to just be authentic no matter who you're with, no matter what's going on, no matter what they expect. It's also how you avoid regrets. If you are someone who feels like you're in endless regret, endless cycles of regret, it could be a sign that you're not living in your truth. And your truth is whatever that stable sense of self helps you decide and act on in the world. If you're always choosing the wrong things, if you're always wondering what if or going, oh, crap, why did I do that? Then it's a sign that you're not communicating with your authentic desires. I don't want to say truth, but like, you know, authentically what you want, what makes you feel good, what makes you feel happy, what makes you feel confident, what makes you feel proud, whatever it is. We'll be right back after this quick break. Hey, friends, welcome to Tea with TJ, where every sip brings you closer to insightful conversations and delightful discoveries. Join me every Wednesday as I navigate through topics ranging from culture, creativity, personal growth, all over a soothing cup of tea. Relax, unwind, and expand your mind with Tea with TJ. Subscribe now on all your favorite podcast platforms and brew up some wisdom with me. And remember, be kind, keep sipping, and I'll see you next week. Questioning yourself like that, all of those questions 
Again, again, it comes from that low self-esteem and that you have no sense of who you are. If you're always questioning yourself, you're always making the wrong decisions. It means you are not communing internally and really thinking through the decisions you're presented with and how they make you feel, how they make your body feel, how they make you mentally and emotionally feel. If you're always talking yourself out of things, talking yourself out of possibilities, questioning yourself into doubt, it's probably because you're not confidently in communion with yourself. And that feeds drama. It feeds so much drama. If your life is just jam-packed full of drama, explosive relationships, nastiness, heartache, confusion, self-loathing, just uncontrollable anger at everyone and anyone. Yeah, it's probably because you're not tapped into you. You're not tapped into you. That chaos comes when you are not tapped into that sense of deeper fulfillment, purpose, meaning that's self-defined. You need to appreciate, you need to really appreciate the three tremendous costs of denying that sense of self, okay? Of, of going through these same patterns and not allowing yourself to be fully, authentically whoever you want to be right now and then whoever you want to be in the future. There's a real cost to it. First of all, it's a form of self-sabotage. The longer you bury that self away, the worse your life will get on the outside. The more unfulfilled you will feel. The you know, Your social circles will be all the wrong people. Your relationships will be the wrong people. You'll pick the wrong careers, the wrong experiences, You know, all of the above. You will sabotage yourself that way. If you're someone who's been taught you're bad, you're wrong, you're ugly, whatever it is, then denying your sense of self and stumbling through a bad life is another way to sabotage yourself. And you'll sabotage yourself right into number two, an unfulfilling life. What a cost, huh? The longer you deny yourself, the more unfulfilled you're going to be. Because you can't choose fulfilling stuff. You, you, how, would, how are you going to know what your purpose in life is or where you specifically get meaning from? If you're never asking yourself, what gives me meaning and purpose? What makes me feel good? What do I like? Just won't happen. And last but not least, relationships, because that's so important to so many people. You want your happily ever after? Figure out who you are. Stabilize that sense of self. Stand confidently in a person you enjoy being. It doesn't matter who that is. Be a person that you actually enjoy being. Be a person that makes you feel comfortable in your own skin if you want a good relationship. Because that person... That person who knows who they are and what they want and who just feels good in the life they're creating for themselves, they pick the right people. They pick people who make them feel good, who are good to them, who they can be good to safely. That person can pick the right partners. That person can pick better friends. That person can create all of those relationships you've been dreaming about since you've been watching those Disney movies. You want good relationships? Build a good relationship with yourself first. All right, then. So how do we do it? Let's get into the meat of this episode. How do we find ourselves? How are we going to find ourselves? This is it. Big moment. Number one, unwind your past. Unwind your freaking past. Stop walking around pretending that it didn't happen or that it was better than it was or, you know, whatever it is. The past plays a major role in who you become. If that's where you lost your sense of self, then that's where you have to start finding it again. Step back. Look at your life in totality. Consider everything that got you here to this moment. Your childhood, 
your first relationship, your family, whatever it is, everything that led to here. What memories are the biggest for you? What negative habits, patterns, or coping mechanisms did you pick up? Look into the darkness and look how it's bringing more darkness into your present moment. You got to get out of your way and start working with your inner child, acknowledge the past, and build your confidence from there. Next, you can start figuring out what you want. Figuring out who you are requires a lot more than just like figuring out what you want your personality to be like or what you believe in. You have to figure out what you want from your life, from your relationships, from your family, from your career, all of it, all of it. And differentiation is a good place to start. Break out of the patterns, start pursuing what means the most to you, okay? Break out of old thought processes, go an opposite way. Oust those darker tendencies. Stop holding on to patterns of coping and defense mechanisms. Start living in line with ideals you resonate with, with values that make you feel good and don't make you regretful, okay? Start questioning yourself. Question the levels of confusion you've placed on yourself by chasing other people. Question everything, okay? What do you want most in this life? How do you want to feel? What do you want your future to look like? If you had to, if you were like the perfect artist and you could sit down and just sketch a perfect realistic painting, who would you paint as yourself? Who would that person be? That's the person you need to pursue. Their life is the one you need to go after, not anyone else's. Thirdly, believe in your right to have it, whatever it is you want, to have whatever it is you want, as long as it doesn't hurt other people. Knowing what you want is one thing, believing you have a right to have it, that's when you start acting. You need to have a deep and unwavering confidence in yourself that transcends transcends any rejection, okay, or anyone else's denial. Because believe me, there's going to people, there's going to be a lot of people who deny you. They're not going to like it. They're not going to want you to start doing your life however you want to do it. They're not going to like it when you say, you know what? screw this, screw whatever society has told me or my parents or my family or whatever. I'm just going to do whatever I want. I'm going to do whatever I want. And not only that, I'm going to be successful at it. You got to silence your inner critic, get rid of the negative voices who tell you you're not good enough to be happy. And just say to yourself, yeah, you know what? That thing I want, the house, the cars, the family, the job, the seaside vacation, whatever it is. Whatever it is, peace, contentment, control of my mental illness, control of my PTSD, whatever it is, just just know you have a right to have it. Next, fall into a blanket full of compassion. Fall into a huge blanket of compassion. Give this new, blooming, stronger sense of self unconditional compassion. Always give them the benefit of the doubt. Silence that negative self-talk. When things get dark, talk softly to yourself. Be kind when you backslide. Never, ever criticize, never judge, never condemn. Who you are right now is going to change in another 10 or 20 years. You're not doing anything wrong. You're learning. Okay, so stop being cruel to yourself. Extend extend some understanding to yourself. Focus on the positive parts of your journey and stop beating yourself up for being human. And last but not least, start owning your personal power. Oh, my God. Own your personal power. We live in this like weird world that celebrates individuality, but then it like discourages actual personal autonomy and dominion. 
it's, it's so weird. It beats so many of us who are already insecure to begin with, who are already never at home given any kind of safety to be ourselves weirdly, stably, authentically, whatever it is. We go out into the world and we get punished. We get punished then for trying to actually be self-autonomous, right? And to have this personal dominion because society doesn't like that. They want you to behave just like them. But believe it or not, we have a right, just an inherent natural right. The minute you came screaming into this world, you had the power and the right to control yourself in your life. And you have to know that. We have the power to change ourselves from the inside out. And when we do that, we also have the power to change our external world around us. Life isn't something that just happens, okay? Literally everything around you right now is a manifestation of your beliefs and all the power that you thought you had or didn't have and that you put into the universe and then you acted on. If you want to be with that magical person, have that magical happily ever after, if you want that big job, if you want that nice house, if you want that perfect family, if you just want that peace, you want to live in the countryside and just love yourself, <laughs> you got to own your personal power. Because no one else is going to do that for you. No one else has that vision exactly as you do. So you got to stop running from your strength. You want to find yourself? Stop running from your strength. Stop running from your abilities, your skills, and take charge of your own life. Stop letting people tell you what to do. Why? Why? When you're on your deathbed, no, none of them will be there. You'll be by yourself. You'll be by yourself. In that final moment, even if you're surrounded by people, you won't know they're there. It's just going to be you in that moment of reckoning. You are the biggest limiting obstacle in your life. You will stop yourself way before anyone else stops you. Way before anyone else stops you. So if you want to be yourself, if you want that stable, confident sense of self, at some point you just have to decide to do it. Do it. You have the ability to do it. It's not magical. Do it. It's time for you to decide who you're going to be, what your future is going to look like. So do you have the courage to do that or not? Because at the end, you just got to jump. You got to shut up or jump. And that, my lovelies, is how you're going to find yourself. You're going to stand in your power. You're going to dig deep. You're going to be honest about what you want, why you want it, who you want, why you want them, what that future is going to feel like, what it's going to look like. I want you to hear that gravel crunching under your boots when you walk up your fancy new driveway. I want you to smell the morning air when you step out onto that patio and have that morning cup of coffee on that land that you own. I want you to feel what it feels like to sit up in bed in the morning and think of nothing except, huh, I did it. That confidence... That powerful, beautiful, successful person is already in you. They already exist. It's just up to you to begin acting like them or to keep pretending like everyone else around you. It's your choice. And that is it for today's episode of Practical Growth. I hope you got something from this. I know it's a bit of a fiery episode, but that's the point. If you're going to find yourself, you got to get fired up. Fired up. Thank you so, so much for listening. If you loved the episode, then why not head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review? I will send you a free ebook 
if you leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. All you got to do is take a screenshot of that review once it goes live and email it to me, admin at therealebjohnson.com. As soon as I get it, boom, I'll send you a free ebook from my shop. It really is that easy. Just leave a five-star review and you get a free ebook. Nothing is better than free. Anyways, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed the episode. We'll have another one coming for you next week. Until then, make sure you're following me on medium.com and on TikTok. I'll be back with another episode. Until then, keep your head up. Keep your eyes on the stars. Bye-bye.